the kill, and Warner wins the set. Fade away by Moores. In play with Craig Maddock, made possible by the exclusive support of Lake Area Technical College. It is you. Welcome to another edition of In Play. I'm Craig Maddock. Today's guest has worn many hats in his career. Educator, administrator, and coach. He's been a part of high school wrestling in South Dakota for almost 50 years. I know he's been a fixture at the state wrestling tournament. I think he's been to every one since about 1975. He was the head wrestling coach at Scotland for some 22 years and now an assistant working with the Scotland and Bonham Co-op, and he's a member of the South Dakota Wrestling Coaches Hall of Fame. He's Jim Kosher, right here on In Play. Jim, thanks for the time today. Thank you for asking. Is it hard to believe that it's been almost 50 years that you've been involved with with wrestling in South Dakota? It really has. Uh, where did, like I told somebody the other day, where the time go? Um, just doesn't seem possible, but it's here. You know, you started, uh, I believe, your career in Wagner, right? Does it go back to Wagner back in the the early well, 70s? Yes. Uh, my first teaching job was in Wagner, Wagner High School, taught the business classes, and I was really fortunate. Uh, my high school coach, Tom Stadelska, and he started the wrestling program in Scotland in 1964. Uh, three years later, I was a freshman, and I wrestled under him. And then in 1971, he left. Scotland went to Wagner, where he was had a lot of successful teams, and uh, it, as luck would have it, uh, I, I guess I followed him. I went, uh, you know, I, I was lucky to get a teaching job there at Wagner, and I was his assistant for a few years. Wow! So, uh, I learned a lot. I learned a lot from Tom. Great guy. Did you have options, uh, maybe not to go to Wagner that first year? Um, you know what? Uh, it's a long story, but I, I actually did have a teaching contract at Huron. And then later, I ended up going to uh, to Wagner, and uh, it, it turned out real good for me. So he had to have been one of your top mentors early on as a, a youngster in, in wrestling and then eventually getting into coaching. Yeah, Tom, he, like I said, great guy, great coach. Uh, he handled his team well. How much of, of that did you uh, rub off of him? When it came to when you uh, eventually went on to be uh, the head coach at Scotland. Right. Well, I have a funny little story here. Um, yeah, six years in Wagner, and I love, I really, we really liked school. My wife had a, at the time, had a had a job there also in the office, and uh, we, our oldest daughter was just born, and I, I, I always liked Scotland. I graduated from Scotland in 1970 and had the opportunity uh, to go back. So after six years in Wagner, a real tough decision, I uh, then I went to Scotland. Uh, first year at Scotland, I was uh, an assistant under Tim Garvey, who had was the coach there for a few years. And uh, then after uh, the second, he, he had left, and then the second year in Scotland, I was head coach. The, the story about Tom and me is that uh, we ended up, uh, my first year as head coach, Wagner was coming to Scotland to <laughs> duel. And I couldn't, I tell you what, I could not sleep that night before because, man, I mean, are we going to score a point against these guys? It's going to be tough. And uh, when they came over, Tom said, they're, they're, 
their lightweight wrestler. Again, at that time, I'm not sure if it was 103 or 98 or, you know, weight classes have changed over the years. Yeah. It was probably 98. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, probably was. He was not there uh, because, uh, and so we had a forfeit. And I'm going, yes, we've got six <laughs> points. We're not going to get skunked on this deal. Well, as luck would have it, we had some middleweights, Kevin and Mike Van Winkle, and uh, they went against some opponents. They did not get stuck. And uh, then later on in the match, it was uh, <laughs> we were down, and uh, our heavyweights came through, uh, guys by the name of Randy Toom and, and Lee Stewart. He placed second in state uh, later on. Um, they sealed the deal for us. Uh, one thing I'll never and it was it was a shock uh, for them, I'm sure. One thing I'll never forget: Tom came over, gracious as he as he was. He had he came over and shook my hand before the heavyweight had his hand raised in oh. victory. So you know what? Um, we've never beat them since. <laughs> Did you think after that first duel, you thought, "Hey, I think I got a, I got a program here that we can well, we can be you know pretty what? competitive." We did have some good kids. Um, that that was in 1982. The next year, we won the district, which uh, probably uh, I don't think of the teams. And district district five is is tough. I've got a little bit more about district five here. I want to mention later, but uh, winning the district that year was probably an upset. I know we went into that thing talking to the kids that uh, you know we'd sure like to finish in the top three, and um, we ended up with. Uh, it was over in Tyndall, and I can still remember the time uh, getting uh, Gene Schneider, who was athletic director at Scotland at the time. He was he did a lot of announcing at wrestling tournaments, and I can still remember going over there and you know getting a trophy from him. That was uh, <laughs> it was great. Our, the only bad thing that day we were so excited or whatever we never did take a team photo oh. of the district champions. <laughs> I can't believe that. That still bothers me to this day. You know but, what uh, was that first? It, wrestling practice like when you were in charge you know you'd moved away from tom and that first wrestling practice what was it like did you know what you were doing at the time um well you know like i said uh, i i had assisted under tom Stadowska there in wagner and he was my high school coach so uh i can i when when we did win that match against him and we won the district i remember we in the district i went over there and i said Thank you. A lot of this is because of you. Uh, so, but I do re remember that first year. You know, I was young, and we had some alumni there, alumni wrestlers, and uh, I think they questioned some of the things we were doing as far as practice goes and so on. <laughs> so I let them come in every once in a while and watch. But uh, um, you know, I wasn't. Uh, uh, I knew I wasn't that. You know, I had a lot to learn. So, uh, but we got through it, and uh, we had some good kids. Uh, you know, at that district championship, we had. Uh, three champions. Uh, it was guys like Alan Kolchik and Todd Weber and Mark Kocher. And uh, we had 11 of the 12, there were only 12 weight classes, 11 of the 12, we had place winners. So mm -hmm. uh, we, we earned it, so to speak. Uh, uh, the next week was the region, which was the quality had to come out. Kocher, Weber, and Kolchik went on to date. But uh, so we didn't do quite as well then. <laughs> How were the numbers in wrestling before you got to Scotland and the numbers after you got Boy. there? When I was a freshman, or back in, I've been like 66, 67, I suppose, we had 42 boys out for wrestling, and that's just grades 9 through 12. Um, 
when I got to Scotland uh, in 1980, 81, first school year, I, you know, we maybe had about half that, maybe a little bit more, but it wasn't. And that's the part that hurts is, you know, we uh, when we had ended up having to co-op a couple different times, once with Menno, and we had that co-op running for about 18 years or so. Yeah. And then in the uh, late 2000s, right around 2010, we were getting, you know, like we only had like six, seven, eight kids out. So then the co-op with Bonham, which turned out really great. Uh, we've had a lot of a lot of success. In the, we've been with them nine years. Um, you know, that kind of hurts or, you, you know, you just can't get the kids to come out. And, uh, or, well, I mean, a lot of it is just enrollment. When I was a senior, there were 70 kids in my class in Scotland High School. Now they're, you know, maybe I think this year they're at around 20. What has been the biggest change, if any, uh, in the way that, that you've coached wrestling over the years? The, the, the technique has improved, and that, I'm glad I'm an assistant because uh, uh, the coaches <laughs> at, at Bonham right now, Darren Chris and Shane Cetera and Alex Saba and uh, uh, Nate Kolchik's working with us this year. I mean, they've, most of them have been state champions. Uh, Shane was two-time state champ. Um, they they've got their technique down, and I'll have to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I don't have all the technique uh, knowledge that they do. So, and the, the quickness of the sport. I mean, back uh, over the years, you know, in the late '60s. I mean, man, if you got a takedown and you rode them out a little bit, and uh, maybe you were down, maybe you got an escape or even. Uh, yeah, there were pins, but the the quickness of the sport and the technique is just it's really uh, really improved. 22 years at Scotland as the head coach, but you also were teaching accounting at the time. Uh, how, how did right. you how did you juggle uh, accounting and and uh, wrestling <laughs> and trying to uh, try to lure kids into the sport? Uh, how, how busy were you? Well, I you know I look back now and at the time the uh, when I was. Uh, Let's see, the year 2002-3, Gene Schneider, our superintendent, was athletic director. So in 2002-2003, um, I was asked to be, after he retired, uh, athletic director. And I really don't know how, I look back and now I'm still doing it, but I'm not teaching. I don't know how in the world it got it all, all done back then. But uh, How did you change hat uh, to hat to hat? That, that was, I mean, we have oh, so, that, we have so well, many people that, that have to do that. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. To be honest, with you, Craig, the great answer for that, but it's just something that you had to do. And in a small school, it was, uh, you know, you had a lot of the kids in class, then you had them in practice, so uh, it just happened, I guess. You know, we we used to wrestle a lot of duels during the season, and maybe not as many so-called tournaments on weekends. But now we do a lot of tournaments on weekends. Uh, do you like the way that is now? The way it's structured for wrestling, kids get a lot of matches in during the year. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think uh, sometimes I think there's there's too much. I, I think it's it's hard on them. Uh, for example, we have a busy schedule, and every Saturday is a, a tournament. Uh, um, I, I mean, it, that it's it's become a tournament sport. Uh, I actually enjoy duels more than than tournaments because there's there's a little bit of coaching you have to do as far as figuring out you know who you're going to match up with and. Uh, um, yeah, that's it's sad. I, you know, it used to be that you'd uh, like, like I said, when I was in high school, we had 42 kids out. You had like an A team, a B team, even a C team, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. you just dueled somebody else, and it took up several hours. I mean, the the people got who paid admission got their money's worth. Now, <laughs> with forfeits and so on, uh, 
uh, you know, it's, 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 I don't think it's really good. That's why we need triangulars and quadrangulars, I guess. But uh, that's, uh, I don't know how we could change that. That's just, just the way it is. You talked about Wagner and Scotland having a, a nice rivalry there. Uh, when it came to duels, uh, who were some of the other schools that Scotland had some really good uh, duel competition? Well, i tell you what, I, I don't know if we were much of a, a competition for we did. I, I mean, I remember the, in the early 80s, the ones we won. But those are against teams that we very rarely ever beat. <laughs> so those are the ones I remember. Uh, uh, in 83, we had we dueled Parkston. And uh, that one time, I think that we, we had beaten them. Um, it was a year when uh, uh, we had a good heavyweight by the name of Lee Stewart. He had a bad a break. He broke his leg in one of the last football games uh, of the season, so he could not wrestle. So uh, we picked up uh, another kid. Uh, we just uh, some of the guys asked him to come out, and he, again, he was part of that district championship team in '83. Ron Deedy was his name. Um, uh, about what I remember about that duel against Parkston was, and I can't take the credit for this, but we had a 180, about 189 pounder. Mark Kocher was his name. Uh, same last name. It would be probably long relative. Um, it was a close match. And, uh, you know, we had our heavyweight was a first year wrestler. He would have probably gotten beat. So Mark comes to me and says, you know, maybe we should double forfeit here and then I'll come wrestle heavyweight. And again, like I said, I can't take credit for it. He's the one who came up with the idea. And sure enough, uh, it worked and, uh, we won 34 to 33. So <laughs> again, those duels like against Wagner parks and, uh, we beat Bonham in 84. We were trailing like 26 to 10, something like that. And we had some good heavier weights. We won the last, uh, half of the matches and like, uh, Mike and Kevin Van Winkle, Todd Brandt, Mark Kocher, Lisa Stewart, he scored 24 points and uh, we ended up with a win. Uh, but the reason I remember those, those wins against Tyndall at the time and Parkston and Wagner, they were wrestling powerhouses. And, uh, <laughs> When it comes to duels, we didn't uh, we didn't win too many against those schools. <laughs> had great coaches, great athletes. You had uh, I think two state champions from Scotland in your career. Joe Wallach was one, right? What kind of wrestler was Joe? Well, I tell you what, he was uh, he he finished uh, his sophomore year. I remember his freshman year. Uh, he you know uh, he got to the state tournament and uh, he was just a freshman and uh, you know had a lot to learn. But he, he, he hung in there. He didn't place that year. Sophomore year, he got second. Uh, junior year, we were going against a kid, a good kid from Miller. Uh, we held on for the win, and so he, he won it in his junior year. And his senior year, we had a shoulder injury throughout the season, and uh, we made it to the finals, but uh, we, we, we got beat. So he was running up a couple of years and state champion his junior year. Other state champions we had were uh, like uh, Micah DeBoer. Yeah, was with the co-op here a couple of years ago. Um, Joe, like we mentioned, uh, our first state champion in Scotland was 1971. That was the first year of the two classes. Uh, you know, before 1971 season, it was all one class because I can remember going to the region tournaments and wrestling at Yankton or Sioux Falls and uh -huh. so on. Sure. Uh, which was a, at that time for a little town boy like me, that was a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, was that Dan Strebel? Dan Strebel, yeah, he was a two-time state champion, yeah. and again, uh, part of the Bonham Scotland Co-op. He went on to wrestle at North Dakota State. Um, the first state champion, like I said earlier, was uh, Dwayne Sidlachik. Oh, oh, yeah. And we've had uh, Dan Strebel won it twice. That was part of the co-op. Micah DeBoer a couple of years ago won it. 
You know, the, one of the funny things, the state champions we've had at Scotland and Bottom Scotland, for us, uh, for the Scotland kids, anyway, they were all heavyweights. <laughs> they were oh. all in heavyweight division. <laughs> I've been to so many tournaments and in, in the state titles and that final match, and they win it, and that uh, that champion runs over and jumps into the arms of the coach. What's that feeling like as a coach when you've seen your <laughs> athlete uh, be well, a state champion? Um, Joe Wallach was my first state champion. Um, up until then, we had gone a lot of years. We had guys as runner-ups, but we didn't have that guy that took it all. That's the moment I'll never forget either. It was at Aberdeen. Uh, what you just said, I can remember those, you know, well, Joe's a big boy, 240 pounds or whatever he was at the time. I don't know. Um, I, you know, I was smart enough that I'm not going to let this happen. So after he won that championship, I went up and I jumped in his arms. Uh, a smart man. <laughs> um, I did not want to get bland. Scotland and Bonham, and I think, is Avon also a part of the co-op? With yes. Scotland you know, we've been caught with Bonham nine years ago. Yeah. This is the ninth year. And then five years ago, Avon came with us. And, uh, has it been an it, easy transition for um, all three you schools? Know what? It has. It has. You know, that first year of the co-op, I think it was 2013-14 uh, wrestling season, when we, we took about five, six Scotland boys over, but we couldn't have planned it any better. The five kids were a little bit uh, middleweight to heavy, heavier kids, and we fit into the, their lineup perfectly. And, you know, Mark Stavener was the head coach for those first two years of the co-op, and great coach, really like working with. Um, at the second year of the co-op, we ended up uh, winning the region, and we were leading the first day of the state tournament. We had like 17 matches where we had bonus points. We had a lot, I mean, because of pins and tech falls. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Parks and the team that we had beaten the region came back. They were a little bit stronger, and they had a good second day, and they beat us. But uh, So we ended up runner-up. 2015 was a runner-up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was wondering what kind of team Scotland and Bonham and Avon had that year, and you, you just mentioned you guys, yeah. it worked out perfect, uh, the weight classes. Yeah, it was just Bonham schools. and Scotland that time, and then Avon's got some good wrestlers too, uh, Brady Birma, for example, and uh, it's been a good thing. What is it, though, about the state wrestling tournament, uh, whether it's in Sioux Falls or Rapid City? Now it's pretty much a combined tournament, which which I love. But many, many years, uh, you know, the Bs were all by themselves and the As were somewhere else. What was that atmosphere like at the State B tournament? Well, I know being kind of old school, I, I didn't really like it when we combined. But uh, now it's uh, it, it's turned out to be a, a big success. Uh, it's uh, you, you, As far as state event, uh, you know, it draws a lot of people. And one thing great, you can see matches. Like, for example, a few years ago when uh, the Chamberlain heavyweight uh, <laughs> wrestled the Beersford kid, uh, that was off. Yeah, hut maker. You know, yeah. If we would have been separate, we wouldn't have seen that. You uh, are the athletic director at Scotland. You've been at that for, for a long time. Um, the challenges of being the athletic director at a, at, a, at a smaller school in South Dakota, what are some of those? Well, people I don't think realize, no matter if it's small school or large school, it takes, a, you know, that basketball event or a wrestling event or volleyball match or football, they don't just happen. You There's a lot of planning that goes ahead into that as far as scheduling and getting workers, getting your ticket takers, concessions workers, your officials, and so on. So that takes time. Um, I've been fortunate here at Scotland that we had uh, Gene Schneider, who had been the athletic director and superintendent 20 years before I took over the AD job. And he's super organized, 
and he taught me what to do. Uh, so I was really lucky there. A really lucky in another aspect is I know a lot of small schools, the AD has to like line the football field and do things like that. We have a guy here by the name of Steve Flett, our head custodian, and his other custodian, Roland Yerke. I'll tell you what, they take pride in their work, and that football field is immaculate, and uh, the gym is clean. Uh, they show a lot of pride in their work, and they do that. I don't. Uh, so that really helps. You know, you made that transition, you know, f- from Scotland to a co-op, but you also made the transition from a head coach to an assistant coach, and you did that. You've been doing it now for almost, what, 10 years. What was that transition like for you, not being the head coach anymore? Um, 2006, 2007 was my last year's head, and uh, then later I uh, I guess it was getting to me that we just couldn't get enough kids to, to come out for the sport. Um and uh, then the next year, I was a youth wrestling coach. And then after that, Joe finishing up college, I believe. And so he, he was in the area and he, he was the head coach and I was his assistant. And since I wrestled, you know, he was <laughs> one of my wrestlers. It was pretty easy. I didn't feel like I had to run the show, so to speak. He did a good job. He knew what he was doing. Uh, and coming over to Bonham, uh, you know, with Mark and so on, I've known him for, I've known him for years. And like now, Darren Chris has been the the last seven years the head coach and those guys they know their stuff i'm just gonna you know help out but i'm not gonna get in the way so to speak <laughs> well we have girls now sanctioned in oh, wrestling in south dakota yes, we do what do you like about that oh that's been a great addition to the sport i know once a few years ago when it was talked about i really kind of raised my eyebrows a little bit oh, how's this gonna work but i tell you, I, I actually you know as my one of my jobs as assistants we have two great girls from Bonham Skull and Avon. Uh, they're both state champions, Brittany Reeb at 113 and Peyton Helmet at 126. And I enjoy going with them to tournaments uh, as an assistant because they're usually the same weekends as the, the guys. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're together. A lot of times they're in different locations. But it's I think it's really improving sport. I can't believe how much better they've gotten in the, just the short two years that you know they've been uh, having the sport. So it's a good thing. I need to know what uh, got into you into uh, selling fireworks at your <laughs> fireworks stand, uh, which was south of Scotland. What, <laughs> what, what uh, got you into selling fireworks for the 4th of July? Hey, hey, hey thanks for the plug. <laughs> Coach of Fireworks, Junction of 4625. <laughs> Still doing June 27th it. 27th through the 5th of July. Um, well, first year teaching here at Scotland, um, or excuse me, I was at Wagner, I'm sorry, first year teaching. Uh, I thought, geez, I, I need a summer job. And I'm not sure why I went to the employment office in Mitchell. Something drew me rather than Yankton because Yankton's closer. And uh, <laughs> they said, well, we need a, we need a seasonal fireworks uh, uh, employee there at Star Fireworks. It was on the interstate I-90. There. <laughs> and Cam Star, big name fireworks. He's no longer with us. But uh, so worked with them that year. And that was 75, 76. Kind of weird. I uh, didn't do anything. Thing. 77, my wife and her sister and I uh, went to Minot, North Dakota to sell. So we had to go up there. They had the location, but we had to get trailers and, and the merchandise was brought up to us. And, and that was good money, but I don't know if I want to be gone. So um, my wife's folks live just a mile from that junction of 4625. And uh, I, I, I like the location and I found a trailer. And so in 1978, we started selling fireworks. So we've been there ever since. Man, I can imagine if it, if it was legal, 
After every Scotland wrestler won a match, we'd have some fireworks or a big some explosion <laughs> going on afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I'm not smart enough to think of that, to have thought of that. <laughs> uh, but you're still selling. You know, next summer you're going to be back at it at the, at the fireworks stand south uh, of Scotland. Sure. <laughs> Craig, we sure hope so. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> 2020. You're inducted into the high school wrestling coaches hall of fame. What did, what did that mean to you, Jim? Well, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Craig, putting in the time, I was hoping that someday it would happen. Um, I, I really want to thank, uh, again, uh, I've mentioned his name a few times, sorry, but Mark Stabner, I believe he's the one that nominated. I don't believe, I know he's the one that nominated me for that. And, uh, John Donovan, I remember, uh, my wife and I were, driving home from uh, Redfield where my, our son lived at the time. And uh, we're driving home from Redfield and I can almost remember the exact spot I was at on the highway when I got the phone call from John and he mentioned that to me. And i tell you what, I had a smile on my face <laughs> the rest of the way home. It, it's an honor. You know, one of the things, and again, I'm kind of going on and on, but one of the things I really enjoyed about that year is the year I was inducted, two great friends, John Hansen, who had been the wrestling coach at Gregory and then Burke Gregory for decades. And then also John Gilman, who had, you know, assistant coach at Parkston. And at the time he did his Gilman wrestling news uh, and uh, they were inducted the same, same year. And uh, that, that, that made it extra special. When you go to a wrestler or an athlete uh, today, or when, when you were the head coach at Scotland, what, how did you convince them that wrestling was the sport for them to be in? Well, I read someplace, and after being in it so many years, I think it's definitely true that I read somewhere that wrestling is a Marines of sport. You know, you know, you think about it. These young men and women now, they practice, and I see how hard they practice and condition all those hours they put in just for to be on the mat for six minutes or around that period of time. Um, you know, if things don't work out, uh, they can't blame a, a ball bouncing the wrong way or a teammate doing something wrong. It's, it's They're the only ones out there. I mean, everybody eyes are on them. Things don't work out. It, it's tough. The losses are tough. But I tell you what, when, when that hand gets raised, they don't have to share it with anybody. It's <laughs> They earned it. And uh, I think that's what makes this work, uh, wrestling so unique. I can't see you uh, not being on the sideline at a uh, a wrestling match but there's going to come a time where you're going to retire and be in the stands sometime uh, down the road. Have you thought about that? Yeah. Um, there, <laughs> I don't want to get emotional here. Yeah, it's going to come. I know uh, I thought of that too. I, and like I told, I told my wife about this and she said, well, we can still go watch. And, and it's true. I mean, I really enjoy talking to the coaches and, you know, some of the old timers guys like, uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, um, Sorensen of uh, Garrettson and, uh, you know, the legendary Ken Rummel, ever see him once in a while. Herb Harris, you see him at matches. I mean, those are guys I've known for years and years and years. And uh, it's just, uh, you know, not being part of it. I don't know. It's it's, it's going to be a little different. But, but you're right. Time, time is going to be coming. I got to think they'll keep one seat for you in the front there. <laughs> next to the mat they're always going to have a seat for you right there even when you retire don't you think yeah well uh, i don't know if i'm that worthy to get right in the front but maybe a few rows up <laughs> so 
um, you're still the athletic director. You're still going to do that. You don't teach anymore. So athletic directing and assistant wrestling is what's been keeping you busy. Yeah, I, I, I still I have been teaching driver ed. Uh, oh, that's right. Scotland and Avon. That's right. So you so, got your uh, own uh, you got your own route there in Scotland for for drivers ed, or you bring him to Sioux Falls, or go to Yankton. Uh, <laughs> we go to Yankton and Vermilion a lot, and on the yeah. interstate. Yeah, uh, I don't go to Sioux Falls that much, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm probably smart that I don't. But we we just spend a lot of time in Yankton, Vermilion. Last one for you, Jim. When I say Scotland wrestling, what comes to mind? I say uh, thank you. Uh, I've been blessed for, you know, uh, first thing that comes to mind is uh, I've been fortunate. Uh, uh, I wasn't that great of a wrestler in high school. Uh, <laughs> my uh, sophomore year was my best year. Three of us went to the region. At that time, it was all class, one class. And senior year, I, uh, I, I won my first match. And why, I, I don't know why, but I dropped way too much weight. And uh, I ended up getting pinned by a kid. And at that time, there were no ratings and, you know, there were no cell phones. You didn't know what the other kids were. And uh, I, it really mentally got to me um, and uh, ended up uh, quitting my senior year. That person that I got pinned by ended up being the state champion that year. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I'd say I've been fortunate. Uh, you know, if, if you don't mind, I just want to say real quickly about my family. Um, Jan, my wife, was a basketball cheerleader. And one of the first dates that I took her was to a district wrestling tournament. And I saw that she could sit there and watch wrestling for that long. That I knew she was a keeper. And <laughs> one of the smartest things I did was to probably propose to her a few months later. We were married in November that year. Uh, she's she's helped, you know, like when we host SDSD and district tournaments, she's always did the posters and the wall charts and helped with the tournaments. Uh, we had one son, Kevin. He uh, wrestled for me. Uh, we had some unfortunate luck. His best year was his eighth grader year. That was about the only time he year he finished uh, the whole season because if it was one year he had his gallbladder taken out, another year appendix. Uh, his senior year was kind of scary. He was uh, we were at a tournament at Lake Andes and he ended up getting slammed and uh, it was, we took him by ambulance to Wagner and they airlifted him to Sioux Falls. Mm. It was but uh, he turned out okay, thank God. Uh, my daughters, Krista and Carrie, uh, they were my staffs all the years they were in high school. And it was kind of neat. They, I mean, they sat by me tournaments and kept, kept our stats. And uh, they also sang the national anthem at state tournaments. Oh, but thank nice. goodness they, I can't take credit for that either. They got their <laughs> singing voice from their mother, not me. So I guess when you say wrestling, um, I think my family, I think how fortunate I have been. Um, uh, it, those memories, you know, those memories that are there. In Play with Craig Mavic, made possible by the exclusive support of Lake Area Technical College. It is you. If you like what you're hearing, please give us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us gain new listeners. This has been In Play with me, Craig Mavic. This is a production of South Dakota Public Broadcasting.